Welcome to The Holistic Entrepreneur with success coach, holistic nurse practitioner, and best-selling author, Bonnie Gressel. Bonnie shares inspirational and enlightening content to educate, empower, and facilitate well-being while nurturing the mind-body-spirit connection. This boost of positive energy will help you manage stress and make the most of your life, allowing you to thrive in the new normal. Now, please welcome the host of The Holistic Entrepreneur, Bonnie Gressel. Well, welcome everyone. This is Bonnie Gressel, your host here at The Holistic Entrepreneur. Now, today we're going to talk about the role of compassion in its relationship to your well-being. Now, more on that in just a moment. But first, I always want to share with you how grateful I am that you are sharing your valuable time with me. I so appreciate you. Now, if this is your first time listening, welcome. And if you've tuned in before, welcome back. I hope that you find this will be another valuable episode with tips and insights to help you toward enhanced well-being. And I always want to remind you that the information presented here is educational, inspirational, and motivational in nature, but I always want you to just take what fits for you and simply let go of the rest. Now, this show does not intend or imply to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. I always want to preface every show with that little reminder for all of us. Now, as you know, the other thing that I always like to do on this show is to remind you to take a moment for you to just stop and just breathe, but breathe with intention. Notice your breath. Just stop and take a moment and notice that air coming in and the air going out. Isn't anything else that you need to do right now? Just breathe and notice you. Notice what a beautiful human being you are. You are so loved by so many. I want to remind you to just stop and notice, to breathe and to notice and acknowledge you. Now, maybe this is the only moment that you take for yourself today, but it is so, so important for your well-being. Really, the more you can do this, the better. Sneaking in little moments, it doesn't even have to be very long, just you know, 10, 15 seconds here and there throughout your day when you're, as you're doing something else. It's so important to just stop and notice you and notice your breath. Now, remember to check out the show page for the links that I talk about, I always have on the show page. And you can, of course, always connect with me at bonniegressel.com. And I would love to hear what's going with you. So if you're, you know, comfortable doing this, please post your progress or any questions on the Facebook page. And both of those links are on the show page below. Now today, we're going to talk about compassion for both others and ourselves, because very often we don't show ourselves as much compassion as we show other people, do we? Now, compassion is defined as the ability to understand the emotional state of another person. But moreover, it encompasses understanding our own emotional state. And as a result, compassion motivates us to help and support others and ourselves. It inspires us to do so so that we can help to ease the other person's suffering. In fact, the word compassion literally means to suffer together. Now, sometimes we confuse compassion with empathy because they're really closely related. Empathy refers to your ability to imagine yourself in someone else's place. 
putting yourself in their shoes. Therefore, we can experience the emotions of the other person and really know, you know, or at least kind of know what they're going through, what they're feeling. But compassion goes beyond empathy. Empathy is, you know, feeling someone else, but compassion involves the desire to help. It's what moves you to take action. Now, you've probably seen all kinds of, you know, clips on the news and and in social media about strangers helping one another in a disaster or an accident. You know, those those video clips of rowboats in a flood zone that's there to rescue people out of their homes, carrying people, the flood victims, to safety. Strangers helping others, other strangers, out of compassion. Strangers stopping at a car accident scene to help in whatever way they can. Acts of compassion are not only for helping other people, but also for helping the animal kingdom. And like rescuing koalas in the fires in Australia, herding elk out of the flames and into safety in the forest fires of Montana. When we see these things, it warms our heart. It makes us feel good. At least that's my experience. It renews my faith in humanity. There are good people everywhere, and we just don't often think of it or see it. But when something bad happens, people just seem to pull together and compassion rises above all. Now, Dacher Keltner at the University of California in Berkeley coined a term called compassion instinct. And he says that both animals and humans have this. In other words, compassion is a natural and automatic response that's really there to guarantee our survival, to help us to continue to exist. And research has demonstrated that infants, chimpanzees, even rats are driven to empathize with another who is suffering. And then will go out of their way to help us out of its quandary or its situation. You know, compassion is an innate human quality. Therefore, we're all born with the tendency to be generous and kind toward others. Being compassionate makes us happy. It stimulates the pleasure centers in our brains. When we are helping an individual or contributing to a charity or a cause, it makes us feel good, doesn't it? Compassion knows no bounds when it comes to age, sex, animals, humans. It doesn't matter. Even newborn twins. I've seen video clips and images of twins holding hands or touching one another to comfort each other. Compassion. Dogs soothing a crying baby. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things to help others. Whether it be human beings, domestic animals, or creatures of the wild, it doesn't matter. Compassion may have really assured our survival because of its tremendous benefits for both physical and mental health and overall well-being. There was research done by Ed Diner, uh, who is a pioneer in psychology of happiness and human flourishing, and it suggests that connecting with others in a meaningful way helps us to in, helps us to enjoy better mental and physical health and speeds up recovery from disease. It's even shown that it might be lengthening our lives. There was a brain imaging study done on the pleasure centers in the brain, and we've talked a little bit about those in previous episodes. The parts of the brain that are active when we experience pleasure are equally as active when we observe giving money to some charity or helping others in some way even more so than when we're receiving it ourselves. So giving it to others really increases well-being above and beyond what we experience when we 
spend money on ourselves or do things for ourselves rather than others. One of the reasons that compassion might protect against stress is that it's so pleasurable. I mean, it makes you feel good. Even giving a compliment to someone makes you feel good, doesn't it? And if the person sort of poo-poos it and says, oh, you know, kind of disregards it, it, it kind of takes that pleasure feeling away. So when someone pays you a compliment, say thank you and really mean it because it makes that person who's given you a compliment feel good too. So now motivation plays a role in all of this because it depends on why you're doing what you're doing to help someone. You know, there was a study at the University of Michigan that looked at people who engaged in volunteerism and they tend to live longer than people who didn't volunteer, but only if the reason for their volunteering was altruistic rather than self-serving. Another reason compassion may boost our overall well-being is that it can help broaden our perspective beyond ourselves. Compassion fosters warm emotional contact. It just does. When we connect with others in this way, we produce more oxytocin. That's a hormone we've talked about in in a previous episode. So the benefits of oxytocin are lots. (laughs) So go back and listen to that episode if you need to. But compassion also breaks down the barriers in relationships with the people who challenge us. I mean, when we see someone suffering, we're moved to help them. And we forget about the you know, fact that there was difficulty in the relationship or what they said or did to us or whatever. Because in these moments, we only see the good and express only the good. Research shows that depression and anxiety are linked to a state of self-focus and preoccupation with me, myself, and I, with self-occupation, self-preoccupation. But when we do something for someone else, that shifts the focus to the other person or the other animal or whatever. So compassion might also boost our well-being by increasing that sense of connection to others. And a strong social connection leads to a huge increase in longevity. So social connection strengthens your immune system. It helps you recover from disease faster and lengthens your life. Now, people who feel more connected to others have lower rates of anxiety and depression, and that goes back to that social connection. And the best part is compassion is contagious, just like everything, right? Everything is energy, and energy is contagious. So compassion is contagious. Social scientists have demonstrated that acts of generosity and kindness beget more generosity and kindness, and it's sort of a a chain reaction of goodness. So our acts of compassion uplift others and make them happy. And we might not know it, but when we're uplifting others, we're also helping ourselves. Happiness spreads. And if the more people around us are happy, in turn, we become happier. You know, you can learn to be more compassionate in all kinds of ways in just your daily life. Deepak Chopra, who, as you probably know, is an author and spiritual teacher, has sort of a an idea about living a compassionate life that includes some simple things that you can do. Things like letting go of judgment, becoming more accepting of others, appreciating how other people feel, trying to help in difficult situations, and acting as a sympathetic listener and not just telling people what they should do. Letting go of anger and aggression and working to maintain a harmonious, peaceful atmosphere at home and at work. So 
It's not as hard as you would think to incorporate more compassion into your life if you need to or if you choose to. So your action step for this week is to notice. Notice how you do incorporate compassion into your daily life and how it makes you feel. So until next time, I wish you health, happiness, and abundance. I want to thank you for joining me at the Holistic Entrepreneur Show today. I know that time is our most precious asset, and so I appreciate you spending your time with me. Now, my purpose is to be of the best service to this community. Whether it's your personal or your work life, I'm here to support you. The best place to get the latest scoop is at bonniegrassel.com. Everything is there. We can connect and you'll find special offers and gifts that I have for you to help you attain the health, happiness, and abundance you deserve. And I encourage you to sign up for my monthly newsletter for more useful information and exclusive offers. The links are on the show page below. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the Holistic Entrepreneur Show on your favorite podcast directory so that you automatically receive the newest episode when it's released. Until next time, this is Bonnie Gressel wishing you health, happiness, and abundance.